0: Hello, I'm Alexander Cross, Attorney Criminal Law. If you'd like to learn more about criminal law here in the San Francisco Bay Area, be sure to subscribe to our uh, YouTube channel, Alexander Cross. Um, Here, I'm going to read a uh, question that we received here on our channel. Let's see, Um, we violated a criminal restraining order. My wife and I uh, began living together again after a domestic violence uh, case. Um, I wanted to uh, punish my daughter, my 16-year-old daughter, and I hit her. She called the police and I was arrested. What can happen? Well, um, there's a couple of things. Number one, let's focus on the violation of the criminal protective order. See, when somebody is accused of domestic violence in criminal court, the judge will issue a criminal protective order that is generally valid for three years now the victim she could see th- theoretically go to court and tell the judge, your honor, I'd like to have contact with my husband uh, because we have kids in common or because of this reason, that reason, I'm not afraid of him. Sometimes the judge will be like, fine, whatever, and we'll issue a, um, no, a peaceful contact order. Sometimes the judge will be like, no, we're, I'm not gonna issue that. Or sometimes they'll say, fine, go take this class. If uh, If I'm satisfied that you are well aware of the risks that you are taking, well then great. I'm going to uh, allow you to stay in contact with your husband or ex-husband or boyfriend or et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So if you don't ask permission of the court to do that, uh, you can't have contact with your husband or with your wife. You, You can't do that. Um, otherwise that would be a violation of penal code section 273.6 which carries up to one year of the county jail. They could also charge you with disobeying the court which is a violation of penal code section 166 parentheses A but um, regardless of that you, know, you, you, can't, you can't do that without permission from the court. Now there is one slight exception. If there's an emergency situation like let's say you need to pick up a kid from school and or your wife can't pick up the kid from school and uh you know you need to stay in contact with with, you know for some reason have to stay in contact that can be done by way of an attorney because attorneys are considered um or considered officers of the court so you can contact an attorney so that the attorney can contact your spouse or ex-spouse or whatever but beyond that you have to get permission from the judge now um the other aspect is the whole part about hitting your 16 year old daughter now Corporal punishment is legal in the state of California. Generally speaking, with an open hand, you can hit your kid, provided that um, he or she is under the age of 18. Once a kid is over 18, you can't hit him. You better just do a a three day notice to pay rent or quit type of thing. You're going to have to just kick him out of the house that way. But um, when they're a minor, uh, you can hit them with an open hand, but it needs to be uh, reasonable Um, compared to the alleged infraction that the kid uh, committed uh you know you can't be kicking a kid in the head you can't be hitting him with a stapler you can't be you know hitting him with a bat or pointing a gun i mean you can't you can't use a physical object to hit somebody you can't that would be assault you know that could theoretically be assault with a deadly weapon a 245a1 any solid object can be considered a deadly weapon that carries up to uh you know 4 year state prison but with child endangerment or they could be uh they could file um a charge of child endangerment or cruelty to children which is a violation of uh, penal code section 273 a parentheses a which is a felony that carries up to six years in the state prison so um in a situation like that you have a you have a potential of being charged with with a 273 a parentheses a which is a felony which is uh cruelty to children or you and you could be charged with a violation of uh disobeying the court which is a 273.6 um you don't want to do that Uh, in a situation like that if the police showed up and you were still in the house uh, that alone would show that you were clearly in violation of the 273.6 which is uh, you know violating the criminal restraining order but also if the kid had bruises marks cuts that kind of thing based on the corporal punishment that you've um, administered well there you go with the 273 AA so you really have to look at the evidence in this case obviously the 273.6 would be relatively simple for the DA to prove so the focus really is going to have to be on the 273 um, AA the child um, endangerment or the cruelty to children because that's really gonna be the most important aspect of the case because that would really make a huge difference on the eventual punishment. Now, if it looks like they don't have enough to convince the jury that you actually committed the offense, well, then in that situation, uh, it would be a good idea to start bugging the DA about getting a dismissal if they're not willing to go with the dismissal. Well, then let's talk about a jury trial when they will have to bring in 12 people from the community who will have to decide if you're innocent or guilty. If they find you innocent, they dismiss the charges. Of course, if it looks obvious that you committed the offense, if it looks like, oh yeah, if I go to trial, I'm, I'm, dead, I'm dead in the water, well then you know what, that's when it'd be a good idea for the attorney to start the process of cutting a deal with the DA's office to avoid um, a relatively harsh punishment. Regardless, if you'd like to learn more about criminal law here in the San Francisco Bay Area, be sure to uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel, Alexander Cross or if you have been accused of having committed a crime and you need representation in court, be sure to give us a call at one 800 7677 Once again, one 7677